call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. Hello. I'm the last of the best. They call me the Greedy Man. What's up, guys? And gals. Got many clients. Ooh. Come from my Probably not a lot of gals. Ladies, I'm sorry. I realize sometimes when I do, uh, you know, like, I don't want to say quality control, but like I listen to my episode and just check it out. <laughs> and uh, I come off pretty, pretty dude heavy a lot. Like, I feel like people might even classify this as a dude cast or a bro cast. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true. I don't know. I forget weird talking to women. Like, and it's not to say that it's weird talking to women. I'm saying I get weird talking to women. I don't know why. Not that I'm not comfortable. I just, I get weird around women, period. So it's just better that way. I just talk to dudes. I'm not saying I won't talk to you if you're a woman. I'm just saying you have to be ready for whatever's coming out. Sorry. And I think most most people would probably want to be at least a little bit aware or properly vetted <laughs> before they get put in that situation. But now that we got the long-winded fucking intro out of the way, welcome to the Po Boys podcast. Yay! Yay! I'm your host Jody B, and uh, yeah, man, I got a new episode. We just wrapped and. Uh, you know, I haven't said a lot about it. It's not because I don't want to. It's just because I keep forgetting. Uh, a show that I'm doing, co-host, God Shape Mommy Hole with Tony Rager. Uh, formerly Tony Rager, now Antonio Costner. Um, he has a YouTube channel, and we're doing exclusive YouTube content. We're doing just a, a show, like a talk show for an hour on Saturdays. And we just sit down and talk about crazy shit. Today we talked about cocaine and breast milk. And uh, Donald Trump, we talked about Dave Chappelle. Yeah, just a little mixed bag, whatever. Love for you to check it out. It's YouTube only at this point. Now, I might end up posting some of the episodes if I get in a pinch. So, I mean, it's content, motherfucker, one way or the other. It's me. So, if you come to hear me, which I would assume some of you do, then it would still be perfectly acceptable. Aha! Uh, special guest today, guys. I've been trying to uh, to set this up for a while, and it just so happened the timing worked out. You know, I send up a flare into the sky. I said, I need a guest. And out of the night came Joe Moffat, <laughs> uh, host of the Joe Moffat Show. He's a comedian from uh, the quaint little town. Uh, of Enid, Oklahoma, and uh, as far as I know, he's getting into uh, a comedy scene, and he has aspirations, he has big dreams, and a plan, and uh, I think he's hilarious, man, he's got some pretty neat outlooks, he's a, was a father at a young age, and he's got a bunch of kids, and a wife, and he's just living, living life, the American dream, right, <laughs> trying to figure out a way to make a living with his, his brain, and his words, more over his back and his hands so you know 
it's a fun conversation and I've waited a while to actually be able to speak with him. So I uh, do want to announce, I, I think he says in here at one point, Joe Moffat will be returning this month. I believe it's the 17th is when the new episode should post. Now that's, it's out there in the world, Joe. So don't fucking let us down. You get your shit up on time, motherfucker. Or let me know and I'll change the date. I just had to cut it in over the top of it. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to get into it. Uh, thank you for listening. You know, I appreciate it. And I hope that we can give you a little bit of entertainment today. So anyway, we're going to get into it. And uh, you guys, I'll see you after the show. We'll uh, we'll get into some other shit. Fucking song makes me think about it. I can hear you real good. Okay, good. Every time I hear your fucking show, it makes me think of this song. Hell yeah. <laughs> now that's actually that's a Coolio remake, but that's the one it makes me think of. I don't think of the nineteen seven to eight, whatever the fuck that was. I think of the Coolio version. I've stuck listening to. I pull that off the nineteen seventy eight version because my boss, his crazy ass, the shit he when he was working there, he always was playing old school music on the fucking radio and shit. Yeah. So they play, you hear that shit two, three times a day and a bunch of other old school. It sounds like the fucking soundtrack to Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and shit. So I didn't really mind it. They sitting there calling each other sucker and shit. So, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, they had me walking around calling folks sucker. I was like, what's going on, sucker man? I was like, what age are you living in, nigga? Don't I was like, I don't know. Don't shit. worry about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, man, so it's just, it's crazy to think. Uh, I remember hearing that song for the first time. Uh, I don't know if you're big into movies and shit, but uh, it was a movie back in 1998, maybe. It had Whoopi Goldberg in it called Eddie, where she was a basketball I've coach. I've seen it. It was the opening fucking uh, song to that movie. And that's yep. the only reason I even know what it is. <laughs> shit, I seen motherfucking, what was that movie she made? Uh, not Fatal Attraction. It was something, it was something where she was a cop. Some shit. Not jumping Jack Flash. That was another one. Was it Burglar? No, she wasn't a cop in that. No, it may have been Burglar. Or it was Goldberg. another one. It was. It had. It was. It was something weird. Something weird. And it was a two name title, but it was something like it was something Fatal Beauty, I think, or something like that. Maybe it was some shit. It wasn't I Theodore forget. Rex, was it? <laughs> no, I know it wasn't Theodore Rex. Now this was her, like when she had the dreads and. This was right after Color Purple when she got that movie. She had a, she did movie. She did Color Purple, then she got a movie contract. I think with either, I think it was Warner Brothers, and she had like three, four movies with them after that or some shit. Whoopi Goldberg has been a person throughout my life that I have just oh, seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up with Whoopi. It's just how it is. 
So, I mean, as far back, like I say, Color Purple, I didn't watch till a little later. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to be a little older to understand the weight of that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. But, like, okay, so Color Purple, Burglar, Jumpin' Jack, Flash. Fucking, she was in Ghosts. Uh, she was in uh, fucking the... I didn't see the dinosaur movie, the Theodore Rex. I skipped that one. But, I mean, fucking Eddie and Sister well, She was and, in and Lion King, hell. The Lion King, she was in yep. fucking... She was... Dude, <laughs> the page master. She, yeah, when she stopped making movies and then came back to making movies, every movie she's been in, she's been like, she hasn't been had to be a star, but she was just a feature, just having her in it. You know what I'm talking about? You remember she did a movie with Ted Danson called. I remember uh, she was fucking Ted Danson. Yeah, and I think that's where it came. What the fuck was the name of that movie? It was one when she was. A, uh, they were mom. Uh, he was a car salesman or yep. some shit. Made. And the daughter thought that he was she was he was her dad or something. I forget the name of it though. I it's, know what you're talking about. It's made in America. Yeah, and that dumb motherfucker went around and went somewhere to some dinner with her in blackface or some shit. Yup. And motherfucking Will Smith was in there back when yep. he was just regular ass Will Smith. He was fucking nerdy ass nigga. I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was like, you're he was African pride Will Smith nerd. Like yeah. that he was running around not in a daishiki but in a bright yellow and red green fucking shirt and a hat head wrap. Mom is Sarit Nasheed, bitch ass. But I ain't, <laughs> we, don't bring that in there. Please don't bring that oh, in there. Oh, Will God. Smith. <laughs> I hate Tyreek Nasheed. That motherfucker. Who's that? He's uh, he's one of them social activist bitch ass niggas that always run his fucking mouth and shit. Yeah. And is he a daishiki dude? Like he wears all that kind of shit? He used to be, he one of them types that be like, you know, black men shouldn't fuck white women and da 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 Like, nigga, I fuck whoever touched my penis, you bastard. Yeah. Hell. Tell me what I ain't here to be picky. If she said, yes, I will willingly touch your penis and not have to deal with it in a court of law, I'm fucking. So, that is. I mean, that's a pretty standard. I, think, I don't, for anybody. you know, I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> I, I, she want, I have a dick. She wants to touch it. Uh, it's on. Some it's, letter. That's it. I'm not gonna sit here and no. I have to deny you this opportunity, ma'am. I'm only searching for one type of person. Um, I mean, yeah, no. Yeah, that, no. that that ain't never. That's <laughs> shit. Shit, I'm the same way. You want to fucking touch it? Touch it, shit. Mm-mm, nigga, if I'm a shit, <laughs> that's what keeps niggas from being thirsty. See, that's the problem with niggas. That's the, see, the invention of thirsty niggas came from dumb niggas who told other niggas how and to who stay they away. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't you know what I'm saying? That. It's fucking stupid. I tell that's you what, what. Got, that's what got other niggas sitting here running around. Two, three niggas fucking with one broad and shit. What's wrong with that? Come on, man. It's just a regular old buzzer, dude. Come on, <laughs> ain't nothing man. special. It's just a different color. It's all pink. It real. It's all pink. <laughs> all I, I was, that's it. That's that's the whole <laughs> scheme of it. Mm. I see one color in this world. Pink. Yeah. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> that's what's up. And just, just and so I, mm-hmm. I make an official introduction, ladies and gentlemen, the sultry sounds of Joe Moffat, host of the Joe Moffat Show. Do better. <laughs> I've spoken of you highly. I came across you recently, probably in the last five, six months, through our mutual friend, Mr. B-Rob. What up, Rob? And uh, I've been following you, man. I, uh, I really dig what you're doing. I, I like stand-up comedy, and I like people who decide that that's what they want to do. And forsaken all others, get their ass out and try to make a life doing what they love. So for that, that's why I've asked you to come here today. And that's why I'm, I'm so happy that you 
agreed to come by and sit with my ass here and have a conversation. And, you know, you fit to bounce back for season two. So, shit, we're going to get you all practiced up, get you warmed up, so you can drop in like a fucking bomb when it comes through. That's what's up, man. I appreciate the love. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I saw you posting everything. You, you've you been commenting everything on, on certain episodes and, and getting in touch with me. So I, I appreciate that as well. It, it It's that drive and it's that contact with people. If I don't know I'm making a difference, it starts to feel like, why give a fuck, you mm-hmm. know? And, and it's it's fucked up because, you know, a person should be like, oh, you, you have that drive. And then shut the fuck up. That shit ain't, it's it's hard to just be that, you know, be in some shit for the benefit of it. You know, and the benefit in this situation is knowing that I'm actually reaching out to people, even though I'm talking shit and having fun the whole time. You know, it's actually bringing a point of emphasis and people are actually seeing the point. And that's, that's what's most important to me. And the reason why I do it. And yeah, I took a little time off because I had a bunch of gigs last month and I'm I'm trying to trans I needed to really focus on the the stand up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it, it if if this is gonna work and if I'm seeing this this, you know, kind of giving you an inside in the plan, if you will, <laughs> of, of 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 the studio and then the production company that's that's coming out, Mama Key Productions. Uh, that's actually one of the first times I've said it out loud. So you kind of getting a feature here, bud. Hey, uh, <laughs> tell me more. But oh yeah, uh, we we doing Mama Key Productions now. That is going to be the home of the Joe Moffat Show, um, the home of other feature podcasts and shows and things of that nature that are going to be coming up. Also, we're going to do the Joe Mo Studios. Everybody knows about that. That's always been the home of the show. Yeah, um, and where we record and everything. Um, but I'm also about to branch it out a little bit more. We're going to kind of take a step back from the pol- from the political aspects. You know, I, I, I've kind of I took all the politics out of my comedy and, and I stopped trying to worry about what was going on in the world. And I just talked about me and a lot of people noticed that on my last set. And I'm real confident just from that material to be able to move on forward you know, to do more and, and to get my behind back on stage. So, you know, I shit, I went from no gigs to four gigs within 24 hours last week. So, you know, I'm, I'm not tripping at all. I know it's going to come as long as I keep doing the work. But it's, it's people like you and Rob and others, you know, that, that have kept me in that motivation and kind of helped me give the ideas that, that are starting to get on paper. And, and eventually, you know, we're about to start putting a whole lot of shit together. So, you know, and I'm glad that I'm getting announced some of that with you, homie, because yeah. also your show is pretty bomb as well. Um, I've definitely been, you know, catching in from time to time. So, you know, I, I want to be able to help anybody keep up and roll with it. So that that's the whole thing that we're going to be doing now um, with the relaunch and everything. I think with stand-up especially, you know, you are going to have to find your own lane as far as the content that you put out on stage. And that's just what it is. You're going to figure it out. You're still pretty new, you know what I'm saying, all things considered. I don't think that politics is usually something you get into until you're like a fucking 15-year comic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unfortunately, it just kind of is what it is. And if you want to step off on that route, you have to be ready for the backlash because not everybody's going to agree with you. So maybe it's more edgy to go political because in that sense, you're not just going to get motherfuckers clapping for no reason. But at the same time, like if you're trying to produce your brand and your show and your act, then you kind of do need to build your own 
situation. So that's probably the best as far as you can. Well, I mean, not only you that, can do politics I mean, on your show, it. Joe. You got to remember something else, though. People don't give a fuck as much as they, you know. That's true. Yeah, we have access to social <laughs> really media, don't. but that don't mean people give a fuck to what's going on. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Hey, I'm with when, you. I'm one of when, them. <laughs> what? What? Like back in November, I did a set and I started talking about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. And at that point, everybody in the world knew what was going on. It, I mean, Nick Kevin Spacey had been brought up. Charlie Rose had been brought up, I think, by that time. But when I was playing the crowd, and I was playing the crowd here at home, they looked at me like they didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Who you know fuck, what I'm saying? Who is this Jewish so, motherfucker you're talking about, and what did he do? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's, what is a Weinstein, huh? You know, it, it was... it was So it, it, it kind of was one of those things... When Matt Lauer got busted, everybody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once Matt Lauer, that's when I, but by that time, I kind of already moved on. You know what I'm saying? As far as with my content and plus taking, uh, taking the time off from the show helped me deal with my comedy because I was carrying a lot of the show into my comedy. And some, like I said, some of it hadn't really reached the audiences that I was working with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm in small town America. If it ain't on a, in a farm newspaper, they don't give a fuck. You're in Oklahoma, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's, you know it's kind of flat. <laughs> Nigga, the next town is a fucking field, all right? I've only been to Oklahoma. Let's see. I've been to Idabel. I've been to... Uh... Oh, fuck. Hang on. Let me think here. It's <laughs> it's It's Miami, but it's pronounced funny. Miami. Where the casino what is. What the fuck is that? How the hell you put a uh with an I? I uh-huh. ain't never seen that shit before. It's Miami. <laughs> what is it's this fucking? Miami, are you but Brett Favre? Miami. <laughs> you fucking Brett Favre up in this bitch? It's I'm Miami. serious. Yeah, there you go. That should be Favre. <laughs> That ain't no damn f- f- what went there to a casino yeah. when I was eighteen because the gambling age was still eighteen there, and now you know I'm fucking I'm old as shit, so I go wherever I want. But no. I remember that I said I we went to Miami, Oklahoma. They said it's Miyama. I said, Well, I can't read then I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it, so okay. my my bonics wasn't working well today. Did you hear about that nigga who lost all that money about and cause he didn't understand? <laughs> no, nah, what happened? He tried to pronounce this motherfucker was on uh Jeopardy. And the song because you played that, you played the Coolio song earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. This will make me think about I it. I might have actually you, seen this. What happened? <laughs> this fool sat there. And he's, the question was, name the song from the movie, sang by Coolio from the movie, uh, America, whatever the hell the damn movie name was, Dangerous Mind. Yes. And he said, what is Gangster's Paradise? And they were like, nah. Well, the rest of the white folks, like John Trebek and everything, they was like, yeah, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Alex Trebek, I'm sorry. Sorry, judges so, ruling. <laughs> I know, right? Just fuck his whole name. Man. I'll do it to dudes. I don't give a fuck. Females, I will I will stop research that shit, then say it. I ain't fucking up a woman's name. I don't even care if I don't even know the bitch. Anywho. Uh and he said gangsters paradise. Right. And everybody thought he got it right, but then the judges came back and uh-uh, it's gangsters paradise it's i say true. this nigga got fucked out of thirty five hundred dollars for not knowing ebonics that's so some let me ask you was the dude that answered the question white or black you know he was white cut that out no no because look here this just happened the other day i was watching jeopardy in my office it was a brother on there and he answered wrong but it was one of them things like what you just said he just had was it pronounced. i don't know maybe it was so Shit, my I question to, is, I, is heard, I know it was thirty five hundred dollars hey, i was like god damn you know it was a brother on that judges panel <laughs> This mm-hmm. said, nah, uh, it's gangsters. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, nigga, you ought to know better. Fuck you. You need to learn how to spell. You a professor. Yeah. 
But now, Jet, oh, man, you been watching football today? Man, I tell you what, I'm a Razorback guy, and unfortunately, with the child and just the shitty output from my team, I haven't had to watch football in like two years. That's funny. <laughs> and I tell you what. I'm not as upset about it as I thought I would be. I played some NCAA a couple months ago with my homeboy and stomped his ass out. And I was like, that's good enough for me. Shit, home team won. <laughs> it's it's really like white noise for me right now because my Texans got their asses literally just wrenched this year. Who's leading the way right now? Who? What's the Super Bowl race? Right now is Jacksonville beating Buffalo, and that pisses me off because I fucking hate Jacksonville. <laughs> Bastards. Jacksonville. I think didn't uh Matt Jones play down there for a while? Who? Matt Jones. <laughs> Who the hell is Matt Jones? He used to be the quarterback for uh, Arkansas. I think he went to Jacksonville. Uh, he got shit, caught snorting. He got caught snorting blow out behind like a Walmart or something. They rolled up on him and he was in the car snorting cocaine when he was in the NFL. That's I remember it happened. Dumbass. Yeah, he played quarterback hey. and I think he played receiver or something. So yeah. You know what's fucked up? There's been worse situations than that with NFL players. <laughs> that was pretty light, all things considered. Yeah, well, yeah, the nigga that got caught hiding in the trunk, that, you know, we ain't going to bring up Ray Carruth. That's some old shit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I like football. I really do. And it's the thing is, I don't even have cable right now. I cut the cord like a month ago and just finally said, fuck it, and cut that shit off. And like a TV is the same thing, man. I thought I was going to be a lot more upset about it. And I just noticed how little time I actually spend watching TV anyway, versus when I just need to watch 10 minutes of something, you know? Well, I'm kind of on absorption right now because, you know, another big announcement that, that a lot of people already know about is of course, we're going to be going on tour here soon. So yeah. I'm going to be cutting the cord to a whole lot of shit here real quick. I, we already been talking about getting a trailer and I mean, you can put little satellites and shit in, but I, I really doubt it because I'm going to be, I'm going to hope, I'm hoping to be grinding like all the time. I'm talking about a, like six sets a week if possible, you know, shit. But the reality you know, of TV dude is this. You should be able to watch what the fuck you want to watch when you want to watch it. All right? It's fucked up that you got to pay a cable company to provide you with content in an order that they say it's theirs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why I got to come to you to get The Walking Dead? All I got to do is wait till next week and I watch all that shit. And I just figured that out when I cut the cord. I go, oh, well, this is even better because I can just wait till I get time to watch some shit and watch it. I don't have to go, oh, fuck, I got this DVR full of bullshit and I got to roll through and I'm paying money for this. My, my The funny ones is the people that jump on them damn websites and then come to me complaining, my phone don't like come out. That's because you a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, you went to a goddamn illegal site and start other than for porn and started watching shit, you know. I told what him. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? I got a fire stick now. We're going to see. I mean, it might eat my fi- my TV up, but I mean, I don't really care. I'm just watching Sesame Street. God damn it. Cut me some fucking slack. It's your fault uh-huh. they put that shit on HBO. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to pay $35 a month to watch fucking Sesame Street. The so, only time I pay $35 is to watch Game of Thrones. Fuck that shit. Well, who the fuck you paying $35 to? That's two cable station shit. <laughs> Isn't that what HBO is? But like shit, that. I don't know. I, 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 shit, I wait to get goddamn uh, Game of Thrones on. I don't, other than that, I don't give a fuck about HBO. Can I tell you? Like, I've seen up? maybe four episodes of that show. Ugh, that's a travesty, sir. I'm sorry. You're I'm missing s- a religion. You know what else? 
I didn't really like Stranger Things. There, I said it. <laughs> Stranger Things. I, <laughs> I like the nostalgia of Stranger Things only because I remember a lot of the 80s. And the 80s were, for me, fucking heaven. You know, so they, it, it's it's that nostalgia factor. Why, if anything, if it wasn't for the clock, if it was like new age shit, I probably wouldn't watch it. I didn't watch because I'm not really big in the in the kid oriented. I don't give a damn thing. Is cussing and talking shit. I'm just not. I have kids that get on my nerves. I come in my office and get away from their ass. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? This is probably shit. the first time I've been home without the wife and kid in a while. Right now, I could yell at them out of the wall. What up? I, I got oh, like 30 God. minutes yesterday, and it was great. It's uh, it's crazy getting dude time nowadays is spent so much differently. Now I'm in the office playing with my computer where I used to go play some Xbox maybe or watch some TV. Uh, now I just I sit in here and I talk to people, and uh, it works pretty good. I like meeting people, man. I miss friends. I miss talking to folks. This shit is weird, this world we live in now. Everybody wants to type into their fucking box. You know, it's, I, I can't do it. I have to have human interaction. <laughs> this shit is killing me. <laughs> if it's not in a text message or a tweet or Instagram, you know. And my God, is everybody and their mama just, can I start showing my ass on Instagram and start getting money too? Is that the only way we're getting it done nowadays? What, what's the business? I'm, I'm a little, I, I'm a little dismayed by everybody me? showing their ass on, on Instagram. I was watching a video the other day. This girl, she went and, had fat sucked out of her thighs and her stomach. Yeah. They put it in a machine, mix it up real fast. <laughs> they say the most scientific, but I almost fuck it up. They mix it up real fast. Run <laughs> it around and stuck it in a needle and shoved it right up the crack eye, well, in her butt cheeks. And now she got this big ass and working a steel meal. <laughs> She went from working at a steel mill to having a big fat ass on Instagram. I don't get it. How did the ass look though? It looked amazing. I, you know, it, I'm not going. It, it's it's nothing did to be. Did you mad see about it without it. clothes on it? Because a lot of booties can look nice. No, you white. can see this shit yeah. in corduroys. You mm. know, you can't see ass in corduroys. This <laughs> bitch got ass in corduroys. <laughs> this bitch will rip a bitch. This bitch. Will, this bitch will rip a pair of corduroys in three. Man. You only See, got one scene, but them bitches gonna bust three times in that ass. Is that yeah? So then you got them funky looking legs, which I guess is okay if you get a. Well, nice no, I mean she she top. had it balanced though. She she you know it, it, I've I've seen the chicks with the ones like that, that, me, that the Mexican that, surgeries. <laughs> well, yeah, would they be putting pump straight in their ass? They be putting fucking concrete and rubber cement in these oh, chicks. That is the stupidest <laughs> shit on the planet. I don't like going to get a shot. I'll be goddamn if you're going to stick motor oil up my ass. What the fuck you need a cocking gun for? What the, What are you we know, doing here? Clink, clink, clink. I don't get it. sound like he doing a goddamn plumbing job in reverse. This is not what the fuck. You got to walk out the hospital, your ass jingles like change. Just uh-uh. Sh- that, That's too, uh-uh. That shit is too much. They were doing too much for me. I guess they're getting better at it, you know, so that's that's good. Well, they got it figured out now. I mean, they, they use your... I mean, they've been doing that with, with uh, well, you know, you know breast cancer. It's, it started with actually with breast cancer patients because, you know, they, they yeah, when yeah. they have to do full mastectomies or even they get one, that's, that's they say, is the more healthier way of doing it. They'll, you know, take the fat of that person because you got your own cells and shit and then put that back into your breast. Well, now the girls are doing it with their asses. 
you know, but that's supposed to be a much healthier way. And I'll turn it was, you know, the healthier, the better. I would think I don't give a damn. I mean, it's as long as it don't feel like a brick restraint. I didn't feel the fake titty at a strip club that like, like, bitch, what you got in there? A bag of nickels. That ain't what, you know, it's this, you know, what the fuck yeah. is, it, is it? Corn husks in this motherfucker. <laughs> I was listening to uh, this Wheeler Walker Jr. Song yesterday. It's called Puss in Boots. I've been getting into this thing the last few days, Joe. I like to watch brothers listen to country music and react to it. <laughs> the shit, it makes me happy. Because they listen to good oh songs and then motherfuckers start getting hyped. Like, there's one, it's these two dudes and they're listening to uh, Chris Stapleton rip apart a fucking uh, Tennessee Whiskey is the name of the song. It's an old song. But he's, you know, you know who Chris Stapleton is? You heard of him? You heard his mm-hmm. voice? So he's as smooth as Tennessee whiskey. Like the fucking getting it. And even the dudes on the video, they're like, oh shit. This motherfucker's got soul. Like at one point the dude jumps out the chair and fucking dances around it. Like he's like, I can't even help it. This motherfucker's got it. And it's wow. It's beautiful, man. Cause it's true. It's music. You know what I'm saying? Like I like you said, I don't see color. I see people. And for some reason, I nobody wrote a rule that says black folks can't listen to country. You know, it's good shit. And if it moves you, then get the fuck out your chair and, and move around. <laughs> yeah, I don't look. You I, I'll say this out loud. You don't like the country, Joe. <laughs> First of all, sir, I can say You're something. You're in the middle many of Oklahoma. Of, many cockazoid individuals cannot say. Say it. I have attended a Charlie Daniels concert. Ooh. So putting that out in the street. Okay. Allows me to say this. You just got some hood cred. All right, go ahead. Fuck country music. Oh, shit. <laughs> and look, look, look. I only say that because of this. When I came out of that damn show, you'd have thought my black ass walked out of the clan meeting. It's, because yeah. when I hit that casino, it was at the joint in Tulsa. I'll never forget this shit. When I walked out that motherfucker... It was like three bros. They were sitting at the, they were sitting by the bar, and then there was a couple of white folks sitting in the machine. And all five of their asses looked at me like they were amazed. What? You know what I'm saying? Like my ass just got off the boat to freedom or some shit. I don't know where the fuck. You know this nigga survived coming out of that. Wow. And, <laughs> and so, well, ever since then, just because of the way them niggas looked at me. Fuck country music. I, I know I'll never that. go to another country show again. I listen to some country music. I love uh, everybody I was, you know, have Garth Brooks and everything. Me personally, I have George Strait on my phone somewhere. I love Amarillo by Morning. That's one of my favorite songs. It's called, I mean, right? hey, that was one of the videos I watched. It was two other dudes. And this is a thing. You can watch it. It's black folks listening to country music and telling their reactions. So this other <laughs> one, it was uh, I Can Still Make Cheyenne by George Strait. Mm-hmm. You know that song? I don't know that one, but I do like the one when he talking about selling uh, beachfront property in Arizona. That's not bad too. That's ocean a bu- that's a bullshit Arizona, song. Yeah. He said, "Hey, if you believe that shit? Yeah, I got some oceanfront property in Arizona. That's some pimp shit. That, you know, that's so, some motherfucker. You know, you bring a bitch to the desert talking about she going to the beach and she believe it. That's some. <laughs> I don't know what you heard about me, nigga." So, so George Strait has this song, yeah. and they're listening to. It. I'm gonna save y'all the trouble listening to the song to give you the breakdown. So the song is he's a cowboy, right? He's out on the road. He didn't make the trial, right? 
for the rodeo? That's because that's how it's worked. You probably know you've been maybe you've been a rodeo, Joe. I've been to a rodeo before. So you know you got to make a trial. I'm from Houston, it. nigga. Of course, that's I'm what I'm saying. I've been gotta... to the rodeo of rodeos. <laughs> yeah. So Hold the on. song. I passed out at a motherfucking rodeo, and I wasn't even drunk. We'll tell that story in a minute. Go ahead. So the song is about a cowboy who doesn't make the short the call, and he's finna come home. But he's been gone for a while. He calls his old lady, and she's like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Check it out. I didn't make it, so I'm coming home." And you know, I'm sorry I hadn't called and everything, and this has been tough, but uh, I'll be there in a couple of days. Hi, what's up with you? And she goes, man, don't even bother coming home. <laughs> but when you, by the time you get here, I'm going to fucking be out this piece. And uh, I got this other dude I'm fucking, and he ain't you. So, you know, whatever. And he says, well, all right, then, I guess. Take it easy, and I'm going to try to get to this next rodeo. <laughs> That's that's the, the moral of the first part of the story. And they were talking about how they started laughing when she said, don't bring your ass home because I ain't going to be here. And they were like, oh, shit. But then you hit the end of that verse and he says, well, all right, then I guess pff, take it easy. If I leave now, I might still make it to the one that's tomorrow. You know, basically, he's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> this is the reason why with country music, I like country music. It's real. <laughs> well, for every for every Carrie Underwood, there's a George Strait. Yeah. For every bitch that's ready to cut your keys into the side of your four-wheel drive, there's a motherfucker talking about trying to drive home and get home to the raggedy bitch. You know what I'm talking about? It's, 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 it's complicated. Country music is crazier than a motherfucker. I'm not a big fan of Brad Paisley, but he's got a song called I'm Gonna Miss Her. You heard that song? Yeah. It's the moral of that story is she basically says, if you go fishing, motherfucker, I won't be here when you get back. And he goes, well, I'm going fishing. he just goes fishing that's that's the moral of that song because most of the time you get in trouble i love shit like that when it's my wife says if i don't stop doing this shit then she's fucking gone and i'm like well then go bitch (laughs) because i don't love you anyway Chunk, chunking up the deuces (laughs) that goes that goes all the way back to the 50s that's some old hank williams some old george jones shit like if you don't stop running around, I'm fucking divorcing you. And he's like, all right, I got two divorces, bitch. Like that's... Hold up. My, hold up. My grandfather, he had one. And it was by goddamn uh, Lou Rawls. Goddamn. He, my grandfather's one of the first people that I ever heard fuck a song up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ever like, hear like... Sing like the wrong shit. Anth- yep. Yeah, there's a guy named J. Anthony Brown that does it. He's a great, amazing comedian. But the one of he things he does, he fucks the song up. Well, my grandfather did it with his Lou Rawls song. It's called "I See You When I Get There." My grandfather, I mean, you play this song, he had this shit on record. All right, I'm talking about vinyl in his house, and he would turn this damn record on and go nuts like a little kid with SpongeBob coming on when this fucking song would hit the goddamn speakers and shit. And one time we were listening to it at his office, and my grandmother wasn't around. So, so this nigga decides to remix the song, and the song's on. I, I see you when I see you when I get home, bitch. <laughs> this is my grandfather. I see you when I get there, bitch. I will show up when the fuck. I'm like grandfather, calm the fuck down, nigga. He just didn't fuck this song. I see you when I get there, motherfucker. I was, who the fuck is you talking about, nigga? I know you ain't talking about. Beautiful. Thank you. There it is. That's the one. This woman don't take me to no 
never changes the day. Cause I had a hard day today, man. You know. Oh Ask shit. Ask the motherfucking song now. Get that address before I go home. How you doing? <laughs> I hope you're fine. Yeah. Did your day take you through changes and the mess of I'm your telling you. Mind? Oh, this is kidding me. Up. I'm getting ready to jump out of my fucking chair. I just called to say I am not lying. I'm on my way. We got to take a break just for a second, just to make sure there's time. I'm getting so amped right now. This is my shit. I can just imagine being in the house and you fucking put the record on and just. Uh, dun, he dun, just dun, get up dancing and fucking, oh, man, I'm that, go that, out. that was my nigga, man. My grandfather was my dude. I, I, a lot of me comes out when I do me. You know. See it. <laughs> that nigga say, I'm coming home to fuck you. You know a man's home is his castle And I'm coming home to groove Oh, he's finna come and lay some dick down That's I'm it I'm laying pipe The song is about coming home and fucking <laughs> You see, that shit happens a lot though Let's see I got, you, you know who Conway Twitty is? Mm-hmm Conway Twitty is about some fucking songs <laughs> Now the thing is, he didn't write all of them You know, some of them are written by other folks this one right here. You ever heard this shit? This is probably about the same time too, mid seventies. Conway Twitty was a white dude who had soul. He had a fucking. His ass. name was Conway. I know Conway it was a white dude. Twitty. You didn't have to put. I know Conway, Conway Twitty. Twitty in white Daisy Duke shorts, white cut off denim Daisy Duke shorts, and a pink blouse, unbuttoned down to the middle of the chest with chest hair and a gold chain. Was Conway trying to tell us something and we didn't know? Conway Twitty was trying to tell all the ladies, you bring the pussy to the show and I'm going to take care of it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. As the midnight moon was drifting through the lazy sway of the tree, I saw the look in your eyes looking in. The night. Yeah. I'm seeing what you wanted to see. <laughs> Alright then. I'm gonna stop right there. Do you feel that build up? You feel that shit? I feel the build-up. He's I telling you. He says, I know what you need. You're looking now, at me. I'm looking at you. You need a little something, don't you? I got, now, I'm gonna tell I you got something. what you need if you I'm want gonna it. I'm going to tell you something. Though. I'm, a, I'm a little conflicted right now. Yeah. I, I have a little confliction. I ain't talk about this much. I ain't talk about much more. I've been on vacation, goddamn. I mentioned it to my wife the other day. She ain't really understand it. But you got you got an idea on music. So you... you You've listened to Luther Vandross before, right? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> now, you know Luther Vandross is probably the reason for conception of half of the 80s children, right? When it comes to black America, everybody was fucking on Luther Vandross in the 80s. I'm, I'm, you know, I can I can nightmarishly recall the times I would hear that record come on in my dad's room from across the other side of the fucking house. And yes. <laughs> that's, so, fucking, that's fucking music right there. That was fucking music the problem was now we just found out that all the fucking music that luther was singing about Uh 
was quite possibly only for the fellas. Because as we all know, you know, Patty LaBelle kind of snitched on him about never coming out the closet a couple so of weeks just, ago. And she been catching flack for that shit, too. She said, oh. But it's, it's a, it, I, I'm, I'm a little conflicted now when I listen to Luther a little. I, I don't know why. I, I think that's that. That's that Neanderthal that still boils in me a little bit. You know, I mean, he got one song. He got one song called "If Only for One Night." And when you listen to the words of that song, you kind of thinking, "This nigga trying to creep with a dude. And don't nobody want to know." You know. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling you. He was this trying to nigga, tell you. This nigga was saying it in the fucking you song, and we didn't pay attention. <laughs> you want a lover with an you want somebody who will spend some time <laughs> Not come and go in a heated oh, rush Baby, believe me, I understand When it comes to love, you want a slow hand Maybe he was talking about jacking off dudes uh, You know Mm. A slow hand. Well, no, he. I know what he's talking about. He's talking that's, about that's a fiddle. Rough. But a you fiddle gotta be now, because see, here's the thing. Fiddle could be a faddle. That's off, all I'm trying here's to the say. Thing. If you're talking about jacking off a dude, you just talking about reaching for. You know, I'm grabbing everything. Yeah. When you talking about a female. You, you he kind of on point with that. You, you can't really just. You can't be. You know, Donald Trump and bitches and grabbing by the pussy. You gotta. You know, he, no. he that was his <laughs> contribution to saying, no, grabbing the pussy ain't a good idea. That ain't, mm, He's supposed mm. to grip the pussy. You don't. He was it. trying to tell them motherfuckers, be slow. Take your time. <laughs> Even Tupac tried to tell us, take us, take your time. Be easy. You Man. know, if Tupac can tell your ass to take your time and you got the president of the United States telling motherfuckers to grab him by the pussy, something is wrong. <laughs> I thought about that. That's the first thing that came. That's to a mind. conflict of interest, motherfucker. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Tupac Shakur, a man who wrote a song that the lyrics start, "I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker." Yes. He still had the decency to tell niggas when you are dealing with a female, take your time, be a gentleman, wine and diner, then fuck her back. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn. It ain't that hard. Shit. I love songs about fucking. I got such a memory bank of songs about fucking in my head. And probably way different than yours. You know what I'm saying? Know, like, if you ain't got Jodeci in that, and you, I don't know who you fucking. I don't, you know, that's that's the... That, that, it's, yeah. Okay, wait a second. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, hold on. did I just introduce you to something? So, I'm looking through YouTube yesterday. I'm fucking around, looking at shit. And I see the name Jodeci. Now, maybe it's just me being a little bit uh, uh, narcissistic, but I was kind of like Jodeci because my name is Jody. And I was like, what is that a play on? Is that well, the fuck is that? Now, I know you Jody. Know? I know old school Jody because that's how most older black folks will fucking hit me up when they see my name tag. They go, Jody got your girl uh-huh. gone. And I go, you goddamn right. <laughs> the problem is, is it's also Marines. <laughs> so when but do go, you know the play on their names, though? What's that? Now I don't know that, so that's what I'm saying. Okay. Is it what is? What's up with that? It's it's the name of the the members of the group. The Joe part is for JoJo. Okay. The D is for Devonte, and it's kind of because it was the, the four members' names is JoJo, KC, Devonte, and Dalvin. So I know well, KC and JoJo. That's all my life, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, KC like and JoJo. You. Right there, you go. Those are those all two are brothers. My life. 
Yeah. yeah, and they got they start in Jodeci. You need to go back and listen to some oh, Jodeci. I'm not. Shit. Don't do it now, cause no. we gonna fuck around. And we'll be in church in this motherfucker listening to Jodeci. We fuck around and smash everything in oh, fifty mile God. radius and listening to Jodeci. Uh uh-uh. uh. No 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 no. Don't do that Whoa. right now. <laughs> I okay. can't handle that. I got something but to do later. You, yeah, you need to check that out because they, I had they, no so idea. That's how, but they took that play on their names and that's how they came with the name Jodeci. And I'm telling you. The 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 uh the show the I think it's called the show the hotel and the after party. They ain't been That's a good R and B group in a while, huh? Do you think Man, we, is huh? that what the world is missing, Joe? Do you think a it's missing R&B a good R and B group? Because the last one I, I can know. think of Why was we pretty Ricky. Worry about another group of niggas getting on cocaine? No. <sighs> Shit, I can't think of one R and B group that didn't have cocaine in that motherfucker somewhere. Temptations, uh, Jodeci. Maybe the Jackson Five. It wasn't no joke. Cocaine is just because the monkey would have snorted it all. There was cocaine in the Jacksons. Don't you kid um, yourself? I saw a video. Of one dude was wearing a jacket made out of keys. <laughs> you shit, know, I saw that was in the you American ever see Dream. The picture with Michael Jackson on the beach with the two midgets. Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> he just yeah, there's out? a picture with Michael Jackson and two midgets, and he holding a bottle of uh, Smirnoff vodka. Just and he was getting fucked up on the beach with two midgets. I don't blame him. Shit. If I did that, it'd be the name of my album. <laughs> Getting fucked on the up on the beach with midgets. Shit, they got what? Hold up, they got two midgets that made a song last year or something. They, it's, I'm glad I'm married. I'd be conflicted. I don't even know what's happening right now. Shit. I'm really, it's dude, it's it's <laughs> the shit that's going on is it's unbelievable. The last fucking musical group I could think of was Pretty Ricky. That was not too long ago. That was probably ten years ago, right? Remember Pretty I Ricky? Think, it, I remember Pretty Ricky. There's, there's new shoes on the ride. Yes, sir. I'm trying to think. Is yes, there sir. any black boy bands right now? No, so black much. music, R&B groups? I don't think that. I mean, I know everybody that. I, I like. I know that like was, New Edition and all of them back on tour. but That was like 2005. Had to be. Because I remember I was working one day and some dude tried to cut me. Not like with a knife, but he tried to throw some <laughs> fucking bullshit listening to that song. He goes, Jody B's got little shoes on his ride. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, motherfucker ain't got a ride. <laughs> I looked at him because he was giving him a ride to work. He tried to hurt my feelings. And I was like. You done rubbed the bottoms off your shoes, motherfucker. What you talking about? Talk about my car. You ain't got a car. Eat yeah, a dick. You done walked the bottoms through your shoes. <laughs> I don't, you know, I can't get into new music. And I talk about it at nauseum. It's every once in a while I hear something that'll kind of grab me, you know. But it's just not, it's not my thing anymore. But that's not their fault. I'm getting older and, you know, it happens. I try to keep up with some of these new ones. You know, it's, it's especially in hip hop. But then now, now these motherfuckers that's running around sound like they tripped off the bottom step of a short bus. Them niggas, we don't, hubba bubba, hubba dubba. Get the fuck out of What the hell? I will say this. I recently talked a lot of shit about the Migos guys, right? Then I listened to Bad and Bougie. I fucks with them. Okay, so (laughs) Raindrop, Drop Top. Not a terrible line. I'll give you that. It makes me want to make fun of it. And I don't know why. (laughs) I think maybe because it's so simple. You know what I'm saying? It's just for some reason I'll walk around my house and I'll just look at stuff and just go GameStop, pop not. <laughs> it just makes shit up, and it, it, I guess that's the point. So if that was what they were trying to do, was get that shit in your head, it worked. 
So, bravo, well, see, I you and, got and me. That's just it. It, but it's it just not my kind of music, though. I just, I can't get into it. I like trap music. I like old fucking, you know, T.I. and Ludacris and shit. I like the Dirty South stuff. That's my, my jam. And when I hear the newer stuff, I just can't, I can't fuck with it. See, I go out on stage on that shit, though. And then get that crowd live, then a motherfucker. It get that crowd hype, then a bitch. I ain't gonna lie. Them motherfuckers, everybody love bad and boo. I, I fucks with them. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I did that episode the Good, the Bad, and the Booze. You know, good and hell well I played that shit off that because it was bomb, though. I mean, that, that it, it, I'll fuck with them, but, like, Panda? I watched him the other night on, uh, damn, what's Nick Cannon's TV show, Wildin' Out? Yeah. And this motherfucker talked the way, like, he raps. He was having a conversation with Nick Cannon, and Nick Cannon was like, so how are you enjoying the show? This mother, I'm hungry. What the <laughs> fuck was that? I'm watching this shit in amazement, like, oh my god, he's on drugs, or somebody dropped this nigga on his head. I mean, I think it's nice whoever his producer is, you know, taking the time to work with a make a wish to kid. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so but how does this music sound though like that's you fucking listen to panda you tell me i don't listen to panda i don't even know you the... need to just look up panda play hold up hold up i'll get panda playing hold on yeah i'll put i'll play the shit I, what song give me your best i bought that i will say you this that shit got a beat like a motherfucker tell me the that's... best fucking panda song and i'm gonna listen to it no it's called panda oh is that the Migos song is called panda, panda. Yeah, you ain't never heard this song? Uh-uh. Who, what's the, what's the, what's the band called? Uh, the dude's name is Designer. Spelled with two eyes. Designer. Panda. Okay. Yeah, like right, like right there. What the fuck did he just say? I heard I got bras in Atlanta. Atlanta, uh, something, yeah. something about Fanta. Like, <laughs> what the hell? I'm a machine gun. <laughs> I just, what the, you know? But it's a crunk ass. Now, if you getting out of the car and you like, you got a good stereo system. There's a bunch of bitches around. You can take advantage of that shit. I miss stereo systems. I really I just, got old though. I start when you start like flashing on like grandmas and shit. It's pretty good I'm, though. You pull up to a stop sign, <laughs> and you just throwing down. I don't know. Like I used to like Nelly and old Ti jams would fucking rock pretty hard. You put that shit up, yeah, and you're yeah. just thumping, just do 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 You fucking <laughs> Nelly was the shit when he first came out, but then when he started doing too much, you know, stay in your lane. Goddamn, Somebody... I understand. I don't mind people branching out. I ain't got a problem with that, but. At one point in time, make sure you always remember what brought you to the dance. You know what I'm saying? See, I fucks with Nelly. I I used to, yeah. Okay. Look, I like Nellyville. I like Country Grammar for sure. Like that was the first one. Country Grammar. Some of these yeah. dudes that when I was in you know late high school, so like Nelly, Fifty Cent, a few of these dudes released their freshman albums. You know what I'm saying? And I was talking about it with somebody the other day, and I said, I remember Country Grammar almost front to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was mm-hmm. a cold-ass album. Uh, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying was a 
cold ass album. Mm. And, and that was <laughs> that he put to me, he put everything that he had into that album. That may be one of my favorite rap sense. albums of all time. But like you oh, just yeah. said, 50 is then just sprinkled with a couple of little songs, catchy jams here and there. But Get Rich or Die Trying from start to finish, from them two fucking quarters hitting the table and the clip going in to what is it uh what up gangsters the first one g unit bo we in here bo we gonna get the drama started bo 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 you know what i'm saying fucking that's all good i mean don't get me wrong you feel 50 patiently oh shit i you see i i ain't mean to shut you down like that's okay it's just there's one i I, and i there's that goddamn Jay Z's blueprint, boy. That got that that album that got me through some shit. It was good. Was that with? Uh, did it have dirt on your shoulders, or was that the black album? That was the black album. No, blueprint. no, no. Blueprint Can I get had a- take. Blueprint had the diss track that he did on Nas, Takeover. And dog, oh, you can jam Blueprint beginning to end. I I shit. I I had many tape pops on me. Blueprint popped on my ass. I listened to Blueprint so much the tape broke. You know what? I was fixing to play the song because I'm not familiar with it, but I'm not going to fuck with Jay-Z because the only... I've had one episode that was pulled down once uh, and it had a Jay-Z Kanye West song on it, and so I don't fuck... I don't play their shit on my Are show you serious? Anymore. I'm serious as a stroke. That's one thing I, I've, I've, I've done my due diligence to try not to play nobody else's music on there unless I... Uh, that's something I and, and it, I don't know if people haven't noticed, but I don't. And if you listen to my episodes, I'll talk about people's stuff, but I won't play it. I won't play clips of it. Like now, I did the guy uh, Roy Z Rothschild. I played his song. I played another artist's song a couple of years ago um, to open the show, but I had their permission. You know, I, I have people that will send me their stuff, and on some occasions, I'll play it. Uh, but on like. Stuff usually I try my hardest not to play nobody else's shit. What's really crazy about it though is I put music on every episode, and it's a SoundCloud rule. It's not necessarily a rule rule. It's just because right. I use SoundCloud as my main uh, platform. Uh, right, that's what they do. And I had an opportunity to take it out. It's just I never look at my fucking messages on SoundCloud, and it sat in there for two weeks, I think, and then they finally had to pull it, and that was what just happened. And I said, well, right. And it was off the Watch the Throne album, so it could have been just because it's universal music, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just have some artists that they keep a pretty close watch on. Well, universal, and you gotta remember, you know, Jay got all that title shit and everything, too. I mean, shit, you can't even... You can buy Jay-Z's albums on Apple, but you can't listen to his albums on Apple Music. I don't know which one it was, but now I don't play Jay-Z or Kanye West music on my show. They're banned. Banned for life. No, ain't nothing wrong. I mean, I'm with you. But I'm just I, I, on, on the level I'm talking about though. It, it's just that that album for for a person, you know, that hustle and get in and 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 you know as hard as I do. That's just that shit. That song that album had tracks on it that 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 it helped a nigga get together. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You yeah. know when when you going through some shit and you trying to figure some shit out. That's one of them. That was one of them ones you can sit back. And just just chill, light one, and have a good time, and, and or just just sit there and contemplate shit. You know, I have those when albums. I'm, yeah, shit, when I'm in the war room, you better believe 
take over his plan somewhere because that shit there is just it's just one of them songs that just gets you hyped in a motherfucker <laughs> can can i say something and i'm just being honest like it may be my age it may just be my weird taste in music but the carter three that little wayne album that was one for me like that was i think when i finally just got down and was like well i guess i'm a little wayne fan now <laughs> like yeah some people it, didn't it, like it it sold so Wayne was one of them art- Wayne is one of them artists where you don't want to like him but damn it, it sold so you, many you can't so you can't help copies. it you can't help but hear I like that little gremlin motherfucker you can't help it he got I his fu- teeth fixed I was fucking with Lil Wayne when he was a gremlin <laughs> when he yeah. was 16 with his gnarly yeah. ass teeth talking about I, bling I bling we on fire. and yes, hot sir. boys and shit like that and I was still with him and back that ass up it's one of my favorite parts. You hit it now, now, now. After yep. you back it up, then stop. It's it's good shit. And then you get into the fucking go DJ and the fireman and shit. That's old Carter, Carter two. Mm-hmm. My leather's so soft, my top's so soft. It is just you get into it. And then there was it, that shit took a minute, and then finally, bam, summer two thousand and six, two thousand seven, where it was that shit dropped, and it went on fire <laughs> well speaking of that and i'm gonna i'm gonna switch he got sued he got sued over one of the songs they the original cd had a song on it that ain't even available anymore <laughs> i can believe it because he it, fucking it, 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 the it, rolling stones out or beat <laughs> hell yeah I, I think i heard something about that but no 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 i got a point of topic i want to make out loud and to the public and i'm not even i'm gonna do this for you i'm not gonna I'm, i'll do it on my show when i come back on the 17th yeah. Uh that will be the release date. By the way, Joe Moffat show will be back on January 17th. Crazier than fucking ever. I'm bringing some new segments and shit. But I, I want to bring this point of reference right now. Yeah. I've been seeing this little post and it's been pissing me off on Twitter and Facebook pertaining to Black Panther. Uh-huh. And there's been a bunch of people talking about boycotting Black Panther and all of that shit. Woo 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 all because of uh Michael B. Jordan dating a, a white girl and all that shit. I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw the bullshit and this pissed me off. No. Uh, See, I don't get down I'm with a, a lot of Marvel shit, but I've, I've seen the show. I know what you're talking about. right? I'm going to tell everybody and their mama that can hear my ass from this recording. I don't give a damn this bitch go from Dallas to Dubai. Every nigga I know better go see Black Motherfucking Panther. I don't give a shit. This is our chance to make a motherfucking movie go into the billion category. Because it's going to be that damn good. And folks need to come out and watch that shit. Everybody and their mama. I know everybody and Marvel fans. I get that. But this is one of them opportunities that... To prove a point, huh? Yeah. It's going to make a point of reference to people. And and it's going to possibly bring a little clarity. You know what I'm saying? To to some of this bullshit that's going on. And if, if nothing else, just take an opportunity to fucking have fun. But goddamn it, everybody need to go see this. This is not about whether or not Black Panther is a good character to put on TV. This is not about <laughs> whether huh. or not Marvel is delivering a subpar project. Mm-mm. This is about white girls. <laughs> yeah. And brothers and Mexican dudes and everybody being able to do what the fuck they want. They want to do. That's Without it. somebody saying you have to do a certain way to live or enjoy your life. 
So go fuck that's, yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I just I, I saw that shit, and I what's pissing me off is that I've seen it more than once, and every time I see it, I say I put the I put the same message out six times. I don't give a fuck if he fucking Ted the teddy bear. We all need to go see Black fucking Panther. I don't give a damn if he's sticking his dick in a blender for music. We need to go see Black motherfucking Panther. This is the opportunity for folks to finally step up and goddamn, you know, everybody won't change in Hollywood. Well, this is one of the biggest black cast to ever be in a movie in Hollywood. And so, and it's been, and I mean, talking about since Color Purple, bro. I didn't know. Since since coming to America. It's, it's, it's a lot bigger than people need to, man, they, they fucking with an opportunity to put a stamp on Hollywood like Wonder Woman did. You know what I'm saying? Wonder Woman was huge yeah. for that movie. No, I see what you're you saying. I mean, fuck, I didn't even, I didn't know anything about it, dude. I've been so yeah, in my pe- own people world. People need to start. They, they, it's, I, I, if, I'm gonna, if, if no one else will bring voice to it, I'll be happy to. We all need to go see Black Panther. Because that movie there, it's, it's like I said, it's going to be an opportunity to take the shade off of goddamn Hollywood to give more openings for black directors, black producers, uh, foreign producers, um, you, you know, American-born, born-raised Americans that can't get a shot simply because of the color of their skin, whether they're black, whether they're Hindu, whether, yo, no matter what, Mexican, this is the opportunity to do that because they have brought together uh, not just one of the largest black casts, but one of the largest multicultural casts. You know what I'm saying? This this is going to be a world movement movie, and people need to go watch that shit. I know it's about a comic strip. I know it's going to be comical and, and shit like that. I get that. But the point is, that if you make a movie like this money, they'll make more movies like this. And Hollywood won't be able to sit there and say, okay, we won't put money in this movie because people won't come see it. Bullshit. If you put the money in the movie, we'll come see it. Yeah, and you'll get more more movies where you ain't got to worry about white characters playing black people, and 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 people won't be tripping because you put a black guy in a fucking Star Wars movie and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? It is pretty nuts. Man. <clears throat> I saw something today, and uh, maybe it was yesterday. Somebody on Twitter made a post, and it was just, you know, goal for 2018 was to not have any prominent black actors have to dress up like a woman. You know how that old that old bit about how in order to make it successfully in Hollywood at some point, they'll make you dress up like a woman. And, and I'm going to tell you what it's real. From. I mean, if you look at it, no, shit. no, I'm going to tell you where that come from. <laughs> that comes from niggas like Tyreek Nasheed. That's the reason why I don't like his ass. This is the reason why a nigga named T me and this dude named TK Carter got into it. Uh, TK Cal. He, he's a big follower of Tariq Nasheed and, and, and me and him got into a huge beat. Uh, I went on his podcast and, and like cussed him out for about 20 minutes because he came at me about that whole biracial shit and all that woo 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 And the whole thing about it with with that whole concept, when when you think about it, think about Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. Jamie Foxx did Wanda. Yes. When Jamie Foxx did Wanda, he saved in living color for two more seasons and put food on people's tables of staff members and comedians and writers and actors and so on and so forth. Wanda helped say that show. When Martin did Shanene, when Martin did Shanene, that shit, man, 
they say women's activists was trying to get mad, trying to find a reason to be mad at Martin for doing that that skit, and they couldn't because it was so damn funny. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't get mad at it, and that's what we need to start doing with comedy. Is going back to the, we need to reinvent this age of doing shit so fucking hilarious that people can't take the time to step back and get pissed off about it. And that's what I'm about to start working on. That's going to be my grind. I got some fucked up shit to talk about. And it's going to be so goddamn funny. You know, my last set, I went on stage. I talked about jacking off into a sock. Okay? Oh. And bought a sock on stage with me. I don't give a fuck. Not necessarily this sock, but... <laughs> you know what I'm Maybe talking about? And bought a bitch about the sock with me. Yes! I don't give a shit. We getting crazy. And we got to because, man, everybody's so fucking sensitive right now. Everything is so fucking... Parents won't let kids watch Looney Tunes, nigga. What? It's pretty crazy. What? I tried to watch the some the other day. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why? Yeah, my baby is little, so maybe it's just because he's too little to watch like Bugs Bunny and shit. He ain't gonna understand what the fuck going on. You oh. really think that you know what baby's gonna see in Looney Tunes? Colors and shapes and animals. That's it. Now, don't. Now, you might want to fast forward over Wally Coyote, but then again, you're gonna laugh your ass off. Who the hell is carrying an anvil around? Hello? I don't know. Little motherfucker whacked me with a golf club in the head we're, the other day. We're, we're, we're worried about kids hurting themselves. When a kid can pick up an anvil, let me know. Shit. Shit. Where the fuck you the sitting around with your baby can get a hold of some acne dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> but he does like to paint the bathroom door on a wall, and then I walk into that shit like an asshole. <laughs> See, my kid's too old for that shit. That, that, that is... That is that, <laughs> That would be fun though. My kids, you know, my kids are boring. I got older kids, so I know. The little kids. one, he when he comes down, <laughs> he 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 makes me, he brings my energy out. But the mother one, the my two older ones, they suck. How old are they? Eighteen and twenty. Oh damn, you got grown. Yeah, kids. I got grown niggas. I got I got niggas in my house. I you know. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they they not babies no more. You know what I'm saying? You just talk to them like you was. Hey, what up? I, you, shit, I tell everybody that story that I tell on stage. The one I tell on stage about my oldest one, that shit is very fucking true. I snatched her ass up by a goddamn half a couple of weeks ago when she asked her mama for some damn prenatal medicine. Nigga, that was real. My jokes is not fake. Anybody that think my material is fake, you can't steal my material because this shit just happened in my house. And I got references and witnesses and everything else that will come up. No, 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 no. This just happened in Joe's house. That's when see one thing I, I meeting a lot of comedians, the biggest fear is of course people biting on their talent. And I'd be lying if I say I ain't seen you know, I had a I've had people bite on my talent the same night as soon as I got off stage. Really? No shit. And it happens, you know. I, I ain't gonna boo I'll be honest with you. I am I ain't gonna put nobody on blast, but I'm gonna keep it one hundred too, because well, it's, as a, you it's know, a reality. Show, that's what you're I do. a funny dude. So I guess I it's not surprising. I guess it's just surprising that somebody would try it the same night. That's pretty <sighs> Well, I mean, and it, it was less it was less try and more reference. You know what I'm saying? But then they rode the reference for a little while to, to get their own laughs. You feel me? Like they it's heard okay. the, the pop you got and then brought yeah. the thing up again later. Oh, like, not, it was just like, oh, like oh, I, I had one guy. Shit. I had one guy. He kind of carried my joke over into his. I ain't got a problem with that. Well, let me ask you this, Joe, because this would be the thing. Okay. Let's say, were you doing like a one night show or are you doing a weekend? I was. Well, that's kind of the thing I've been doing. I've been doing a lot of one nighters. Okay, so, so I haven't been able to really get into a club just yet. To, I would to get say me some set period. I would say this with all due respect to you and your and your joke. I would say that if the dude 
re-reference your shit later that night. In all seriousness, if he was like a real comic and maybe somebody had done it for a long time, he may have simply just rolled a punch and saw the opportunity because at the end of the day, you better make people laugh, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, 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 no. If he came out, if he came out, if he came out the next night, yeah. If the I next look at night, that on my end. Look, hold on, hold on. <laughs> PPP. On my end, I look at it as gratitude. I, I that means I'm doing my job right. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You I, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity to say <laughs> I did something good. I need to write this down so that later on I will make sure to use it again. Right. But I will say, but what, what I am also saying is in other situations, I've you know there have been circumstances where it's been just blatant thievery. No, I'm talking about which does not, happen. Not against me. I, I haven't experienced. I was just that, trying to I, save that one dude because I think if you do it the same night, you're probably just rolling with the punch. So you can't yeah, be that's that mad what's about up. That I, no, 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 that's fine. I, <laughs> I'm down. If, if he, know, two no, weeks like later said, he does flattered. another club somewhere and you're not there and he tells that fucking joke. There you go. That's a different story. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a conversation. That, that's what kind of ball, that's what kind of throws me off. But my and, and plus what I was telling everybody. And like this one gentleman, one cat I was talking to, Damon Detroit, real great comedian out here um, in Oklahoma. He's from Detroit, actually, but he works out out here. And um, he was telling me that one of his he doesn't want to go on YouTube because he worries about people biting his material. Like I told him, when you put it on that stage, yeah, you can reference back to a date timestamp. Exactly. So you pull your joke, somebody sit there and say, oh, I heard that somewhere else. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying, nigga? You can open up a full-on investigation from that shit, because you know, yeah. But but you got your shit on point. It's like a law. It's not a bad idea, really. I don't think any my my biggest problem that I'm facing in comedy right now, and the reason why I've decided to come out with the network, which I'm I'm still calling it the network, because I haven't really I'm work I have a name I want to use, but I'm wanting to see how it's going to play out first. But with the network, I want to give exposure to people in all aspects. Yeah. I don't like hearing comedians say that they have to take a certain period of time to to hone their craft so long and, and be humbled before they're able to actually take that next step. I think that you don't tell that you don't tell the motherfucker at McDonald's. Okay, you got two, three years to get this right before we'll start paying you. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You get told we're going to pay you now. You need to get this shit down in the next 20 minutes. I see what you're saying. I I see what you're saying. But also, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because you get a pie chart at McDonald's, okay? Right. They tell you how (laughs) to stack the bun, the lettuce, the tomato, the cheese, the meats. In the bottom of the button. I get that. So you're only supposed to have known that in a few hours. So I get, I get the concept of comedians. You know, you want to earn your craft. You want to be good at it. I get that. But I will never put myself in a position that if I can get it, get it. Right. And, and what worries me is that there's some out here that are good enough to get it and they don't know. See, I'm not just coming on this from the entertainment side. I'm coming this on the business side too. Right. Like I said, the, the, this is going to be a network. A network don't start with one. It starts with 101. You feel me? Yeah. So I'm wanting to bring some old comedians in that that have that have had that been to that point 
and have had that two, three, four years experience and have still had some of those people who may be caring, but are still telling them, hey, four or five years have passed. You still need to hone your craft. No, 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 no. First, we need to get you on recorded. Then we need to extrapolate your your material and find your set. And then we're going to practice it, that shit, and get your ass out on the road so and get this, you paid. That's what I'm talking about. This is the deal with, with using a podcast. Okay, so let's say, let's say this. Let's draw a schematic. This is how many times you need to be on stage before you're considered a road comic, right? Cling, that's a number. As a stand-up comic, you are going to get the opportunity, if you're lucky, like I'm talking lucky, lucky, five nights a week, Right? Mm, give or take, because you're not going to get weekends. That's for showcases. So you get... well, and that depend on that. That depends on locale too. Because I mean, if you do five showcases a night, you you got to find a place that's close to you that just go off for of five showcases. That's a lot. You know what I'm saying? You know, that, that is most people you aren't going to get some, that. And I don't have a comedy club. The the closest comedy, the closest actual comedy establishment to me is like 86 miles away from my house. You see what I'm saying? So, Damn. <laughs> yeah. So when I'm doing these shows and I'm, I haven't stepped foot, I've done over, I've done like 10, five, no, like eight or nine shows since I've been back starting in July. And they've either been here in Enid. I've done two in Tulsa. I've done two in Oklahoma City. No, three in Oklahoma. No, two in Oklahoma City, one in Tulsa. And then, but that's only like the, the big cities. I've been, Everything else has been here in Enid. Have you, uh, as you fucked with the uh, Looney Bin at all? I haven't been out. That's what I'm talking about. I haven't even been out there yet. Yeah. You know, because they, but they're, because they, they have a layout of what you have to bring in. They, they want, you know, headshots. They want, um, I mean, you they might, want like a, they, they you want might you have to, to have, open mic they a want few you to times. have a full 15 minute set from another club wow. and send that to them. Well, see, I've been, I've been doing shows and in these shows, I've, in both of them, I've been opening. The last one I did, I didn't open, and I killed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I, I I shot them motherfuckers. I shot that shit to the moon. That was on my bed. I'm proud of that shit. Uh, so the point I was making about with stage time and the the old guard, ten thousand hours, right? That's the rule. That's the official. That's when you you're good at it. You've mastered the craft. Shit. So here's the deal. Most people are only gonna get that time, ten to fifteen minutes at a at a time maybe three days a week. But when you have a podcast or you have an outlet to where people can come to you, you can speed up that productivity if you're doing what you're supposed to do. Now, if you're just fucking around like me, you know what I'm saying? Sitting around talking to people and, and you know, that's one thing. But if you're out there, you're producing every other day, you're in here just like, bam, 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 trying to hammer something out, having a conversation with people. And then you go back and listen to it and fish out the jokes, you know? Right, and, and see, that's, that's a factory, what I want to do with You know what network. I'm saying? It's right. a factory of comedy. And the thing is, is there's a big difference between working at your own pace and working in a factory. If you work in a factory, exactly. it's going to hammer you out like a soldier. You just keep going and going and going. And so that might be a true thing. And you do and that I think for years and I grind. think that's where these boys is having problems. And then not only that, you know, you would be surprised how many comedians don't record themselves. I record every one of my sets. You should. You'd be surprised how many don't build that catalog of of of, of information to go back and find to find you. 
You understand what I'm saying? It's it's little things that these guys can do that they're not doing. You know, I didn't make comedians that don't have Twitter accounts. What the fuck? You yeah. trying to become popular? Why the hell you ain't got a goddamn Twitter account? It's true. That's basic shit. Yeah, I mean, it that's just fucking you're basic. Not to do it. Yeah. But if you don't have nobody telling you this, and you don't have anyone informing you, all of that says I'm saying all of this is gonna come from the network. That's what I'm wanting to do for these guys. You know, and in the meantime, we're going to make more money than motherfucking train smoke room. Because that's the way it's going to go. As you build it, it's gonna, it ain't going to do nothing but profit. Because you make the comedians better, you help them get better gigs, you help them get better shows, you help them become better people. They ain't got to worry about doing a motherfucking comedy club if they selling out a goddamn arena. There's a lot of people that even with podcasts now that are selling shows at comedy, yeah. comedy uh, club establishments, they get a press pack together. They send, you know, a minute of their fucking podcast where they're being funny. And then you go shoot a live episode there. And it doesn't fucking matter if you make money from the, because if you have a big enough fan base, people are going to show up just to watch you sit there and have a conversation with somebody. Yep. That really happens. That is amazing. That really fucking happens. Now it takes a long time and you got to get out there and you got to really spread your fucking, your, your roots. But the fact of the matter is, is, you know, obviously you're not going to be doing stand up comedy if you do that format in that particular Pimp, You can deal. start doing that in a coffee shop. But I'm saying, you say, you what are you doing? Me? What are y'all doing on Monday? We don't do shit on Monday. Hey, Monday yep. afternoon, let me come shoot a podcast there. And you managed to get 100 people to show up. You know how fucking stoked they would be if they yep. made $5? You know what I'm saying? Like they were saying, going, God damn. <laughs> but you make a door yep. deal, you say, listen, I get this many dollars up front you know <laughs> cut you in and then they go oh you want to come back and do that any fucking time you let me know and you go, all right oh yeah next monday bitch <laughs> or, or, or you know now one thing that we got in these streets you know being <laughs> i keep seeing in these streets i'm in fucking here, oklahoma i ain't been streets. in the streets in fucking 12 years but <laughs> i keep that hood with me though everywhere i fucking go you got to hey you got I, to i take these i take these same fucking hood rules everywhere i go because that's how i fucking survive that's all i've known shit hey, i'm no different but i'm a generation you think about it you gotta give trash. it <laughs> you, you give them a little sprinkle give them give them a taste for free and when they come back and want you and they gonna come back and want you. You can write your ticket. And I tell folks though, with I, I my my whole point of, of of this is this: I hate seeing people not being able to live to their full potential. And I think when a person is being told not to press to their full potential, that's a problem to me. Yeah. And that is one thing I that is one situation that I want and not just stopping comedy but just stopping fucking people's minds in general stop downplaying yourselves you know you, you, god damn it if you got a motherfucker telling you you can't do nothing get that motherfucker away from you because they ain't helping your ass Yeah, that ain't gonna get you no fucking where anybody think that you gonna get past this new tax code that that bastard trumped and put out by being broke and still working at your bullshit job you got life and bullshit confused it ain't gonna work we got to get out of here and get this money. You can't worry about what the rich are doing if you what? 
You know, you, you, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to think, man. Like, it's, we're in a situation where we're just trading dollars for hours right now. We're poor. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm poor just like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In a sense, I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's been driving me. I saw a meme. These memes fuck with me. And I know a lot of them are fake, but this one was very fucking real. In the meme, it's got a dude sitting on a Lamborghini. And at the top of it, it say, boss man pulls up to work with a brand new Lamborghini. And employee walks up and said, man, boss, that's a damn, that's a damn sweet ride. He said, boss man walk up to the employee and say, you know what? If you have a great year like you did last year, I'll be able to afford another one of these next year. And I almost punched my phone after I read this shit. Yeah. I almost stole off of my goddamn phone. You motherfucker! Because it, it it pissed me off. If anybody read that and it didn't piss you off, you just stay in the cycle. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 getting out of the cycle. I'm that that shit is is too much for me. You know what I'm saying? I can't continue to see myself making another motherfucker rich. Well, that's why I'm kind of drawn to you, man. Like I said, I, uh, I heard you with, with Rob, and I've seen a few of your shows, and I think it's it's really funny, the work that you're doing. And I can appreciate the fact that, you know, you're trying it. Instead of just sitting back and watching the shit go by, you're just like, fuck it, I'm doing this. But you're gonna Pretty much. Work, and, you know, those are the kind of folks that usually end up being successful. It's jumping off the cliff is the hard part. And my friend... It seems like you've jumped. <laughs> well, and you jumping too, fam. That's why we're here. And and, and I mean, I, I want to have, I want you to feel that motivation too, and I want you to take your show. And I, shit, I want to help you take your show and 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 to bring it in. Hell, that's the reason why I'm here. If I didn't, if I didn't think it was worth it, brother, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'm, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I, I always have an ulterior motive. That it, it's it's the bastard in me. You got to excuse me, but. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'm just going to be real with you because I, I I think we, if we put in the work, baby, it ain't going to do nothing but grow. I think uh, this year's been pretty amazing. And it's amazing is one thing. I'm very humble with the shit that I've done, but it's it's been really cool, like, being able to say that I produce something and have, mm-hmm. actually have people that it's not just me or my wife like my wife ain't even listened to an episode of my show she don't even know what the fuck's happening <laughs> do you know how good it made me feel to come in here to want when i got her to do an episode and i threw up my analytics on the screen because analytics don't lie that's a download son somebody yeah. hit the button she's in here thinking i'm jacking off and you know fucking around and just playing with my friends and then i come in here and i put a little chart in front of her that says this is how many downloads you've had it's more than 10 it's a lot more than 10 <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah that's pretty cool like it makes you feel good just to go well okay enough people were like i'll try that and then they said i'll try it again <laughs> and i've got yeah. a few people that actually follow now they don't say shit which is nice so i'm cool with that <laughs> you know they just i got maybe two or three reviews and i get download numbers that just make me go well all right that's more than more than two so i'm happy Hell with yeah yeah but and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it. It. I remember my very first play. I mean, it was. I was. I went nuts because I was like, "Holy shit! Somebody's actually, you know, taking a shot at this." And then, like my first year, I didn't even crack 500, and it was only. I only did it for six months, but I was still learning, you know. And, and all of this is a growth process, you know. In one, I year? figured out now, you know, 
how to how that growth can expand. But like I was saying, there's so many of us out there that are in this game that are doing comedy, that are, you know, doing whatever and don't really have an outlet to not only produce their product, but learn from it and be able to, like I said earlier, extrapolate it and use it the way you need to use it. And that is what the network would bring is that opportunity to learn how to take that. Like I said, if, if, if everything you do when it comes to your productions, it's not being put either on paper, on film, or, or put on something the way you can come back to it, you're just losing valuable shit. You're losing you. Yeah. You have to record you. You have to take that that information and and store it and use it. You ain't got to use it immediately. Shit. Y'all think I didn't crack into my all of my jokes. Nigga, I told oh boy, I ain't even talked about my parents yet. You niggas ain't ready. <laughs> when I tell you about Joe Moffat the third, you motherfuckers might want to take me back to rehab. I uh-uh. I ain't even <laughs> I ain't cracked the surface of the bullshit yet, my nigga. Oh, this is going to so, be a lot of fun because I think you I, know that's what I'm saying. Same. It is, it is. I don't worry about the things other comedians. I don't worry about the things other people worry about, and I think that is the best part of why I'm doing this. Because, and like I said earlier, I get it. I, I, I like I said, I took a break from the podcast so I could go out and work these shows and find that set. Yeah, look at them live, videos. Gotta live a little. Gotta go get you some know material what I'm saying? together. I watched them videos and I, me and my wife, we sat here and I practiced. I recorded myself practicing so I could find what parts were the best. If you do that, you don't have to keep running. It's great. It's best to work on stage and even work it out no matter what. Cause I, I ain't been on stage in like shit four weeks. It's driving me crazy. You know, I didn't mean to take a break from comedy, but since I, I was supposed to have a set, that got canceled on the 28th and then I had another one that kind of fell through. I'm supposed to have one. I know I got one Friday night that's going to be in Oklahoma City so that's going down. Um, no, sorry. It's going to be at the Greenwood Cultural Center in Tulsa. I'll be on a big stage this time. Uh, also known as Black Wall Street. So uh, that's, that's going to be very interesting. I'm very excited for that one. Um, but I, I just there's a way there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I just think a lot of people have been working with too many of these one ways and it's, it's holding them down. And I think the, the true comedy explosion will happen once we get the right group of people together and, and we, we, we get all of their talents and we, we help them understand how much they can truly, because they don't even, that's the big thing. They don't understand how much they can do because they've been told we need to keep trying, keep, keep practicing. No, 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 no. You need to learn. Try and practice, but learn. Throw learning in there, too. Yeah. You can't learn by just jumping your ass on stage and not having those productions there so you can see what you're doing, see what you look like. So I've seen some comedians do it, but not all. The newer ones that are coming out, like myself, they usually have a person recording them, and then and they, they bounce off each other. But most of the, 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 the some of the more established, is, and as well as some, some new ones, they don't do it. And well, you I should just, at least audio record. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if nothing else, nothing else, shit, that's the album. That. Mm-hmm. If you cut it right, that's a fucking album. 
Right. Well, it's it's the Madden effect. Like you have to be able to look at it and go, well, you should have done this here. And it's you can you find your beats, you find your timing. Yeah. You don't step on your fucking laughs because that happens sometimes. You get nervous and you start talking. You're supposed to make them wait. You know. Yeah. Keep that's, back. That's, keep that's wait, been an Achilles heel for me. I ain't gonna wait, lie. Wait, wait, wait. Squeeze it. All right. And I fucked the dog. Oh, oh shit! You know, it's, you got to set it up right. And the thing is, is it's good to listen to that because you're not always going to remember how it went. You know, exactly. And Video that's maybe would tell, seem and a that's little what pretentious. I've been telling myself. <laughs> Video would be a little pretentious unless it was like your homeboy sitting in the front seat. You know, like holding a camera or a camcorder. If they they still use camcorders, Joe, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Am I too old for camcorders now? Uh, iPad, I got maybe. An iPhone 10. I ain't yeah, sitting so there holding the iPhone. You know, that would be okay. But like, if you were in there being a dick with like a camera and a light, that might be a little much. <laughs> well, I mean, now if you're doing it, if now if you now if you gonna put your stuff out, like people gonna talk bad about for you. the world. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you go if you're making a movie, or if you actually want to make a, because I, I eventually it's gonna come to that for me. You know, I'm I'm gonna have you or Rob or somebody's ass in there holding a big ass camera and filming with everybody because we're gonna be selling DVDs. I, I see people do it, you know, and and sell DVDs and that's I mean that that is what I would call the ludicrous effect. Word of mouth. Ludicrous, Word of you mouth. Know, you, uh. I mean, you know, all them all them boys back in them days. Shit, Houston Houston's hip hop scene got built out of the trunk of niggas' cars. And because they was recording their shit, they was selling it out of there, selling it everywhere they could go, and that's how you get popular. And we go, and we gonna take them. All of that is still. I'm. That's what I'm trying to. It's it's gonna have new age. I'm gonna have new age stuff in the network. But then we also gonna go back to them old school street rules. And man, I'm telling you, this is the chance and opportunity for a lot of people to do more with their talent. Than they than they ever could have thought, simply by doing more with production. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking sold. <laughs> I'm in. Shit. You fucking you show me tomorrow. I'm riding with Joe Moffat. That's what's up, man. <laughs> I'm going hashtag do better. <laughs> that's what the fuck we doing? <laughs> and that, that and you know that's my end game, dog. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Goddamn, do better. I don't give a fuck. Shit. And no. Then, I live in a town where people take a substance, and I know we need to probably cut show. I just want to say this real quick. I live in a town where pers- people take a substance that makes them completely and totally ugly. I don't mean by their actions. I mean by their looks. The teeth falling out, the half falling out. They just didn't, didn't let their whole life go. And God damn it, if a motherfucker got a way of doing something different, damn it, do something different. Do something better. Do fucking better than sitting around losing your fucking teeth and becoming useless all for the, the next fucking hit. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah, you ain't got to tell you know. me. I'm from the smack in the middle of Arkansas, brother. <laughs> oh, shit. You you and you Meth Capital Part 3. Somebody I was talking Oklahoma's to. Part 2. My last guest, uh, he's from Connecticut, and apparently they do a lot of heroin up there. And yep. I was telling him about crystal meth, and he was like, yeah, not a lot of that. And I go, we got a bunch of it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's been... I've seen faces of meth so many times <laughs> with my own mm-hmm. two fucking eyes. Oh, see, they got some shit going on out there. That's that's that that heroin shit is the that's heroin scary with the shit. Hey, have you you do you have Netflix? Yeah. Have you seen that show Dope yet? Nah, we was looking at clips of it the other night, but Joe, 
you want to fucking blow <laughs> you you want to blow your mind out the back of your head because what the thing is i'm sure just as well as you and i we sit and watch that shit i know what is really going on but when somebody gets into it with a camera and they put it right in front of your face you're like oh shit that's something hey, yeah so you know it's a show four episodes like an hour a piece four different cities uh the first one's oakland right Mm-hmm. And it's a, a crime cop side by side. So it's they're following the drug dealers and the fucking police department and they're moving in on each other and shit. It's intense. Like I'm talking on the edge of my couch with my mouth hanging open going, oh, shit, because mm. on one hand, it's showing the dope dealers, the people that are moving for them, the gangsters and, the and then it's showing the cops and the users, but then also showing the cops kicking in doors and arresting people and fucking shit like that. But so it's Oakland, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, the third one is about the Mexican cartel. So maybe that's not the same. It's the same show. But And the fourth one is Chicago. Those three episodes of that show will blow your fucking mind just to see. It's like, wow, it's real bad out here. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's real fucking bad out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dude... This has been a fucking treat, and I want to thank you for letting me kind of do a little bit of a relaunch here with you. Yeah. And well, thank you for hitting me up, you know? Yeah, That's, yeah. I'm glad I you need to work out a little bit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm here anytime, dude. That's I'm, I'm doing the same thing you are. I'm looking for interesting people just to know and to check in on once in a while and go, hey, man, what the fuck you doing? That's and what's to, up. to further my, my knowledge of, of comedy and comedians and things of that sort so you know anybody else you fucking send them my way you bring your ass back whenever you like man most definitely give I'm, your, uh, I, I got give some, your plugs i got some people yeah oh yeah i got some people we're gonna bring in and uh like i said we we're gonna get together on the, i'm still working on the the foundation on some stuff and uh getting some people involved and but once we like i said once i say go it's gonna be ready but everybody know definitely find on me on find me on Twitter at Joe Moffat Show. You can find me on Facebook, the Joe Moffat Show, Instagram, the Joe Moffat Show, SoundCloud, the Joe Moffat Show. Um, all of those as well on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, uh, iHeartRadio. What's the other one? Stitch. I'm still on Stitcher and Spreaker. I'm hoping to go over to Spotify. I need to give it Rob on getting that set up. Um, and yeah, y'all know what, and of course on YouTube, follow them comedy shows. Uh, I will be performing this Tuesday again at, uh, Greenwood Cultural Center. We will be in Okmulgee, Oklahoma on February 9th doing two shows. Uh, I won't be doing the first show cause it's a family friendly show. Uh, shut up, Jody. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be yeah, hard they a family friendly show, and Woo! they did not put me on the flyer that's no. gonna be hard <laughs> them niggas already know it ain't going down um they even got two kids that's gonna be on the show i freaked out the other week when i was at the ice event center because it's like partly a restaurant and somebody kid come walking and i was like did y'all get the damn child out of here before i got on stage Cause I will fuck up their whole outlook of life. I'm, I'm not fit to talk to... about jacking off in the sock and pussy. Farts. You know what I'm saying? What do these no, kids do. I mean, I don't care. I'm gonna embarrass so... you because you're gonna be in a car ride on the way home asking these motherfuckers, oh, answering these questions. Daddy, what did he put in the sock? <laughs> Shut up, you little motherfucker. What's jizz? 
Oh, and then, <laughs> let's see, we got February 10th. I'll be back in Enid at the Boondocks. And, of course, um, always check Joe Moffat's show page um, for all my new tour shows and dates. And I'm about to start doing some more in Oklahoma City, Wichita, Dallas, and hopefully Denver. And then, of course, be looking out for the tour starting in June. Hey, man, if you find your ass somewhere around the middle of Arkansas, hit me up. I'll come see you. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> I'll let some people know for sure. I got a motherfucker I got to go see out in Utah, so I'm in trouble. So oh, you, I'm going to have to bring your ass with me when we go to Utah. I talked about Utah. That could be fun. Shit. You got to fucking yeah. just got to try not to get uh, get caught up in that Mormonism. You know, That's what I was about to say. I fuck around and had two more bitches in the car. My wife be mad than a motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to be in your magical underwear pulling up talking about, I found my new life, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, yeah. these, with these two, three, four bitches. Come on. I don't know. They don't look like they can suck a dick, though. So I just said that kind of. Hey, marriage is forever. You can figure that it disturbs out. me. As I long as they, I mean, if they willing to learn, I don't give a fuck. But Watch you ain't this. willing to learn, bitch. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh shit. Well, man, you have a good Sunday. I'm gonna fucking get you too, here my and friend. finish up my chores, so I ain't gotta right. nobody complain. And I'm gonna That's do better. Up. I'm gonna do better for the day, and I'm gonna do better for the year. And you That's fucking, what's up. you hit me up if you need absolutely anything, Joe Moffat. Most definitely. Like I said, we got plenty of workers about to go in. So, but like, hell yeah, this was fun, man, and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, take it easy. So that was Joe Moffat from the Joe Moffat Show. I uh, stumbled across him through my my mutual friends, B-Rob, and I think, well, Miss, Bo- Miss Fox, who did an episode of his show, too. So, yeah. Joe Moffat's cool motherfucker. Chasing the comedy dream. The dragon, if you will. <laughs> you like dragons? Dragon he's nuts across your face. No, um, I enjoy the work that he's doing, and uh, I think it's interesting to see people try to... Uh, you know, come a different angle, <laughs> yeah, like around a corner, ah, to try to find a different avenue and pursue their their uh, passion. I guess, you know, it's just like somebody figuring out that they can also do something else. It's 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 neat, and I hope that things go well, Mister Joe Moffat, and I hope that you get out and about and experience some of that road comic lifestyle, and that you do. I hope you do well at it, man. I hope you can keep doing it. Make a life out of it. We're going to see what happens with all this networking shit, man. That could be fun. We could just turn this into a goddamn comedy factory. And we'll be just churning out content and comedians and try to make the world just a little bit funnier. A little bit better place through humor, you know? I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd be alright with that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, if you'd like to send me a message at Pod on Twitter, at JodyB501. I'm only on Twitter, so good luck. Uh, follow, subscribe. You could re- leave a review, I guess, if you want. You don't have to. It's cool. I'm not going to be mad at you if you don't. I've only gotten like two. So, you know, I'm not going to hurt my feelings. It's fine. No, really, it's fine. Just, you know, just reviews, is, I think, is how people can eventually monetize their their shows. And, yeah, so it's not a big deal. No, you know, who would want to write? I don't write. I get it. I don't do reviews. So, whatever, man. 
No big deal. <laughs> Guys, think positive. It's a new year. We're going to get through it. Shit's going to get better because we're going to do better. Joe Moffat, I salute you. I'll see you motherfuckers next weekend. I'm Jody B. I'm Jody B. This is the Po' Boys Podcast. Bye. Oh, DJ hey, Kelly. Hey, hey, Convent hey, hey, Music. Hey, hey, hey. We the best. Hey, hey, the yeah. We taking over. Listen. Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, on the North Carolina, Philadelphia, Virginia. Yeah. From down in Miami, where it warm in the winter. All up to Minnesota, where it's storm in the winter. Jacksonville, Tallahassee, Memphis, Ten, Holland, B&H Town, Southside, Cloverland. Dad, I'm the man out in Dallas. Better ask Cali. Cat man, Cali, with my eyes open, valley. Blowing that spinning, going down Vinny. Drop six, four, three, we're here switching. Red light stop, make it drop for the bitch. Out of block four, fifth, blow your head all with it. Anything you hear that I said, I'm in it. Can't got the crown, then spit all with it. If you want to, we can supply you Got enough work to feed the whole time They won't shoot you unless you try to Come around and try to stop on our ground Cause we taking over Said we taking over we taking Fuck it, I'm too pretty. The brother get brain, stupid, I'm um. silly. Money that come, run it like water. Money so hot, damn it, she hot. me on fire, you better be hot. Might get shot on the porch of your fortress. Yeah, they see it, but no one reports it. I run in, strip rouse, follow shit.
number one Nigga can't make me wrong, so we got him done Fucking with the family, I'ma give him some Spent that condo, he didn't run Sunday had a whole church singing a song Why they had to send my baby home Fucking with some niggas that paper long Been a G in the game, now my son on the throne I am the beast Feed me rappers or feed me beats I'm untamed, I need a leash I'm insane, I need a shrink I love brain, I need a leech Why complain on easy streets? I don't even talk, I let the visa speak And I like my Sprite Easter pink And my wrist wash apart, but the mule is cooler I have more juice than your jeweler Touching I will bust your medulla That's a bullet hole, it is not a tumor Red light, red light, stop your rumors I stay on track like a box of pumas I just rock, rock, rock with Junior I am the little big Cause we take it all. One city at a time